0: Good evening. On tonight's very, very special edition of The Bachelorette, we got grossly insulted by ABC as we watched literally nothing for an hour straight. We're talking all about it here on The Bachelorette After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz oh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Bachelorette After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Renee and I are doing our best to be enthusiastic. Because we love this show. I love this show. But I don't know if we love this episode very much. I hate it, this episode, very much. (laughs) Uh, What happened?
1: Nothing. That is the problem.
0: Uh, We're not alone. We'll get into it later in the episode, but Bachelor Nation is not happy. I didn't think anything could uh, surpass the hatred for Luke P. this season we've seen online, but I think the producers might be getting more hate than Luke P. has this whole season.
1: Just how did this happen? Thankfully, some stuff kind of happened before the catastrophe that was the last hour of this episode, (laughs) but, like, whoever produced this needs to be fired, and I hate saying that, but, like
0: who who did who thought of this we'll get into all of our thoughts in just a minute guys uh <laughs> we should introduce ourselves though before we just uh get on a soapbox oh yeah guys my name is jeff graham thank you so much for tuning in this is after buzz tv if this is your first time tuning in we are the espn of tv talk and we are here every week to recap the bachelorette this week we're talking about episode six for those listening to the podcast i have an air quote because <laughs> calling this an episode feels generous uh, but stretch. i'm joined by um the always hilarious and always um on the ball Renee Ariel.
1: The ball. Hey, guys. It's Renee Ariel. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in every week. I tried to do what you did there because you always have a longer introduction than me.
0: I always just say, hey, guys. (laughs) And you go, hey, guys. It's Jeffrey Graham. (laughs) Welcome back to Afterbus. Here's the question. Are we wasting more time on this panel? Or did ABC waste more of our time on this episode?
1: Truly, we could sit here the entire episode tonight in total silence, and I think they would get more out of this.
0: More content than ABC gave us tonight. Well, as you guys know, it was kind of a two-parter, I would say. The first part was... um, An episode. Was an episode of television. It was mostly... Sorry, I'm just reading the chat, and y'all are cracking me up. Um, It was mostly petty drama where the guys argued about whether or not Luke swore or promised that he wouldn't bring up any of the guys' names. And the second half was truly and honestly a recap, some of which was insultingly the thing we had seen 20 minutes before it was recapped for us. Does
1: ABC actually think we're stupid? Because they
0: recapped
1: the episode, which mind you wasn't even a full episode. No. They recapped me. Are they like, um, are they do they know what happened in five episodes?
0: Yes. Yes, ABC, we do. <laughs> well, what was crazy was not only were they recapping that, but then they were like, Well, let's get into the more serious part. Hannah got a zit. And I was just like, Are you kidding? Um, Why are we talking about Hannah's acne?
1: Like, I mean, great question. Um, truly, I feel like we'd look up who produced this whole episode or who directed. It's just Chris Harrison's, like, first episode fully producing. He's like, I want to sit down with Hannah, just get into the nitty-gritty. Yeah, but it oh. was horrible. Okay,
0: well, so we liked some of it, and you know, we always treat this, we, you guys know we love this show, Yeah. and the way we're going to handle this right now, we are still super fans, but sometimes it's like your child let you down, oh, 100%. and we just feel very disappointed by your behavior this week, The Bachelorette, so that's our, why we're scolding you. Yeah,
1: our kid, like, dropped out of school.
0: Our kid dropped out of school this week and got yeah. high, <laughs> and couldn't remember what happened oh. 20 minutes before. Oh. Um, I'm
1: going to get the chat up as well. Renee's
0: pulling up the chat because y'all are cracking us up this week. I need to experience this with everyone. Uh, But let's start by uh, talking about the episode as a whole. Um, So we catch right back up with Luke P. We don't know whether or not—this is probably the most substantive part of the episode, right? Yeah. Um, We are just seeing more of Luke P.'s behavior— I'll be interested to hear your take, Renee, but during the end of this one-on-one, when Hannah's debating whether or not to give him the rose, Mm -hmm. it felt very much like Luke was just repeating what Hannah was saying to try to get her to give him the rose.
1: That's literally what he's been doing this entire season. If you ever listen to what Luke P says, okay, for example, Hannah could be like, I just want someone who listens to me and is there for me. And Luke goes, I just want to be someone who, who listens, listens to, to you, you and is, is there, there for, for you. you. And Hannah's like, oh, like, don't just say things you want me to hear. And he goes, I'm never going to say things that you just want to hear. He literally said that. And he's still.
0: Wait, Renee, <laughs> can you ask, can you tell me that you want to see me get upset? I want to see you get upset, Jeff. Wait a minute. <laughs> Renee? Yeah. I, I, I just want to yell. I'm just going to yell right here. That's all I want to do. <laughs> It's like he studied. He's like, one of us had quick Google people upset. And he's like, they
1: yell. Should I go back in and say I want to yell?
0: I will say, I don't... I have a different take on you than Luke P. I think you are more with Bachelor Nation, where you kind of feel like he's full tilt psychopath. But you have a different take on me than Luke P? (laughs) Flip it and reverse it. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I hope so. I have a different... To be clear, I think you and Luke P are very similar.
1: Same person. He's my spirit
0: animal. <laughs> Taylor Swift and Luke P. Are your two yeah. heroes? <laughs> We're getting a little silly tonight, because Bachelor. Because I just quickly, I'm sorry, I have to rant. I do feel like the producers just flipped us a big old middle finger tonight. Do they want the show to get canceled? I don't know. This was nuts. This was <laughs> truly nuts. We're gonna get to it. It's just uh, okay. So what okay. I was gonna say is, um, I think you're more on bachelor nation side of the coin where you kind of feel like he's full tilt manipulator full tilt psychopath you just gathered that i I just kind of think he feels very emotionally undeveloped and immature like it does feel like he doesn't operate on the same emotional level as as people and it's weird because when hannah's like i just want to see you get upset he's like compute must prove i am able to get upset hannah i am someone who do who is able to do the thing of getting upset with you that's
1: what i'm telling you he's like he's either an alien a sociopath or a child yeah uh, n- no but if he's a child, tra- i still think he's a sociopath he does not know how to communicate he and i think he just repeat he's like a parrot mm. he's a he's a douchey parrot Hannah says something, and he just repeats it back to her, and he keeps the same, like, kind of confused look on his face. And you're like, wow, Renee, Jeff, I feel like you say this every week, because literally he doesn't do
0: anything new. That's true. Any week. There's nothing more for us to add. Like tonight, he was just classic Luke P and Hannah's sticking around trying to do what she can. Oh, we have Megan in the chat. Oh, it's, hey, uh, Megan. Megan Geitelman. Good to see you. Thanks for tuning in. Um, she is a, uh, after buzzer and, uh, it's good to see you. So, frustrated moment for me was all of this. (laughs) And then, but here's why I think Luke isn't like a crazy manipulator. Why? Because then he gets back to the house and he's like very earnest and open and honest about what happened. He's like, well, it was a terrible one-on-one. I'm not sure she likes me. I didn't get a rose. And it's like he doesn't get it.
1: No, that's not what happened, Jeff. Okay, help me out. He went back to the house and he's like, um, you know, yeah, it didn't go well, but then we ended up where we should be, and I didn't get a rose, but she wants me to stay around. He really did, like, level back up, like, but I'm still here, what's up, guys? <laughs> hey, bet you thought she sent me home, she didn't, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, I didn't, personally, I didn't quite interpret it that way, I just feel like he truly is on his own planet. I'm more he alien is. child, less manipulative sociopath. <laughs>
1: like an, <laughs> an alien who watched, like, one season of The Bachelor and but- I can do this. Yeah, an <laughs>
0: alien who watched one season of people existing and was like, "I can imitate people." I got
1: this. And it's Luke P.
0: And um, he just doesn't understand why everyone's upset with him. He like
1: needs someone in the face and slams. Him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I think it's hard for us not to laugh. <laughs> Spent twenty minutes of our night. I wore a suit tonight, and I. <laughs> I watched Hannah talk about her zit named Marcus for 20 minutes. It's just such a bad episode. <laughs> Mind
1: you, so Jeff and I have had no alcohol. I had part of the pizza. I had an egg
0: sandwich. This is just... I i don't know what to say about this. We watched like Johnson rip his pants. We watched Hannah chase birds around in a circle. <laughs> they told us this was an episode. This
1: wasn't an episode. Okay, but here's the thing. I will oh. say, during the scene when... Luke came back from the date because Hannah, for whatever reason, still hasn't sent him home. (laughs) Tried and then let him stay because he said he wants to yell. Um, Get back to the house, and all the boys are arguing with each other. I've never
0: been more annoyed and happy to be single than in this episode. Well, let's talk about how it happened. (sighs) Garrett was the first conversation, which was a mistake because we saw a different side of Garrett tonight. Aside that I'm not loving, um, but he might have redeemed himself. We'll get to that. But basically, Garrett went to go up to talk to Hannah, and um, he was like, he's like, you know, I want to get to know you better, and I want to... (laughs) We're trying really hard, guys. We're live. It's hard sometimes, because this episode was such a flaming hot pile of garbage. Um, Okay, so... Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, before we get into Please, our next, we're going to transition and then
0: we're going to come back to Garrett.
1: Okay. Wow. Listen. We just wanted to thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Of course, make sure you're subscribed to this channel, After Buzz TV Reality, but we also have many other channels, so check those out as well. While you're at it, give us a rating on iTunes, and by rating, we mean five stars. If we see your rating and comment, we will read it on air and try not to crack up while doing so, because clearly we are in a mood right now. (laughs) Also, leave a comment on this video letting us know what you thought of this very... Great episode uh, because we honestly, we love doing this. We're having a great time in case you can't tell. So let us continue doing that. And we honestly, we love uh, watching with you guys and chatting with you every week because even right now, just everyone being like, yeah, what was that is just so fun.
0: And we're going to get serious right now yes. because we have to. We're going to talk about Garrett. Um... And thank you for being patient as we try to just <laughs> deal with this episode. Get it together. Um, okay, so Garrett. Um, yes. The first thing that he does is talk to Hannah. They have a little conversation about making steps and moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Garrett gets right into it and he's like, now I apologize in advance for what I'm about to do. Doesn't make it okay, Garrett.
1: Doesn't make it okay.
0: He gets gossipy and it's like, so before Luke left for the... Um, one-on-one. I made sure in front of everyone to ask, are you not going to bring any of us up? Then Luke got back from the one-on-one, and I made sure again to ask in front of everyone, are you not going to bring my name up? And he said he didn't. So, Hannah, I need you to tell me. Did Luke say anyone else's name? Like, why did you... What... Mate, did he drink a lot that night?
1: I'm confused why he thought that was a good idea. Who? What producer was like, hey, you should double-check and make sure Luke didn't say anything about you guys? I was so disappointed, because, you know, I think Garrett's a cutie, cutie that can't kiss, but I do think he's a cutie and it really bummed me out that he went such a a, a bad route this episode. Just like right. the episode itself.
0: They yeah. both took a bad <laughs> route. Metaphoric. Everyone was at their worst tonight. <laughs> including us. We forgot how to host. Yep. Um, and it, it just escalated. <clears throat> Hannah, right from the start, I think, was trying to give Garrett the benefit of the doubt, but you could tell she was already frustrated. Then they went back into the room and everyone's talking and Garrett brings it up with luke and he's like hey (laughs) so bad i talked to mom (laughs) and mom says that you did say my name even though you said you didn't say my name and you swore you promised and then what got really frustrating was garrett wouldn't let it go and he's like i mean and i actually again i'm not defending luke for those oh, of you guys no. who are going to come at me. What are you going to say? But I felt like they truly weren't giving Luke a chance to even try to defend himself. Maybe he didn't deserve that chance. And granted, I think Luke is just as long-winded as Garrett. But I'm going to position from here, from this point in the episode, to the rose ceremony, I'm going to position Garrett and Luke as equally annoying and petty.
1: I disagree with you. I think in this moment, everyone was so, so annoying. But this is what I think it was. I think when you're dealing with someone so incredibly frustrating and manipulative and idiotic like Luke is, Mm -hmm. you kind of get to a point, and they reach their point where they just couldn't have it anymore, and it got to like the petty stuff where someone... I think people bring out you're crazy. I think Luke P., being as crazy as he is, he also brings out all the other crazy in this episode, and that's what I think we saw tonight. Because imagine if you're dealing with someone so irrational or like someone just lies blatantly to your face and it's fine when you I don't know see them at work or see them at school but what if you're living in a house with them all the time and they don't stop like I, I think they just reached their breaking point but watching it on tv was hard because they all looked like idiots
0: they all did Let's talk about the only people who I think come out unscathed this episode. Peter. Definitely not Chris Harrison. We'll get to that. Yeah. Chris, we love you. If you want to come on the podcast, we will bring you on the podcast. <laughs> and I truly, as a host, I do think Chris Harrison's very, very good at his job.
1: Maybe we can recap the episode with
0: Peter.
1: Oh. <laughs> can we right. recap the recap of his episode? Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> um, so Peter. Yes. I think handled himself really well. We'll talk about specifically why in a minute. Connor, I think he stayed out of it. Um, and Dustin. Nose ring Dustin
1: nose ring dustin um and
0: jed i think Jed. but other than that everyone's not no one's looking very good right now
1: they were really annoying wait you said connor and tyler i did
0: oh and tyler thank tyler. you so the five connor tyler jed dustin and peter come out unscathed oh and kevin even though he left the show
1: <laughs> kevin i just I can't i can't um,
0: really with kevin either
1: Yeah, to be honest, this wasn't even the kind of drama that I like on The Bachelor because it was just hard to watch. The only parts that I found, like, ooh, what's going to happen was when Hannah came in the room. The fact she had to come in twice was just a lot. It's just awkward. It's, like, cringy.
0: Well, let's talk about Hannah's behavior. Do you think she handled herself well amidst all the petty, immature drama?
1: So I'm going to go back to what I was telling you um, off camera when we were watching it. So Hannah kept trying to make it clear to the guys, like I know what I'm doing. I'm a grown ass woman. She said that. She said that. ABC aired that, so I feel like I can say it on our podcast. Oh yeah, you're fine. Um, I'm a grown ass woman, and you need to like trust that I can I can make decisions for myself. If Luke, if I think Luke is a bad person, I'll send him home. But like you have to trust that I can make those kinds of decisions on my own. But the way she was saying it, considering no one came at her saying. Hey, I don't think you can make decisions by yourself, Hannah, let me help you, makes me think this is actually an insecurity thing. Mm. And then it goes back to last week's episode when she literally says, I don't want to like him, but I do. And again, I do think we've all been there where we like someone we know we shouldn't. And we're like, oh, God, I wish I didn't. But, like... Clearly, when you're keeping them around and you know they're not good for you, you're not making the best decisions. So I think she's kind of projecting that onto the guys when they're fighting. Like, this guy, it's not about them being like, Hannah's making the wrong decisions. If that guy stayed in his lane with them and was just, like, a bad person or whatever, they wouldn't say anything. It's because he's annoying every person in the house and body slams someone on the rugby field.
0: Yeah. I think it was a really interesting point you brought up, that on one hand, Hannah showed a very encouraging and empowering sign of independent badassness, right? Where she comes in, she claims she's a grown-ass woman and she handles the situation. But her inability to bounce back from that might speak to a deeper insecurity that she also deep down knows she doesn't trust her own judgment. She keeps telling the guys, you need to trust me to make my own decisions. But the fact that she's so shaky and her foundation feels like it's been cracked so wide open in this situation... You, I think you might be right that deep down she also doesn't trust her own judgment to make these decisions.
1: Because otherwise, it would have been a different scenario. She got very sensitive to it because she, I know, she already feels insecure about the fact she's kept Luke this long. Mm-hmm. I think she knows she might not be making the right decision. She's trying to follow her heart, but really it's like, we can like people and think that they're the right way when deep down, even deep down, we know that they're wrong for us, and I think that's what we're watching play out. But like, had she felt secure about keeping Luke around and her relationships in the house and making her own decisions, it would have been a different scenario. She would have walked in like, you guys, I can't with this arguing. Like, I'm going to head out. Like, I'm making my own decisions, so I don't want you guys to have drama, but, like, understand I need to do what's best for me. Right. And then she'd leave, but she took it very, very close to her heart. It was very sensitive to her, so... Because of that, I think I think it stems from her in, own insecurities, like trying to be like, "No, it's fine. I'm making the right choices." Right. When
0: she knows she's not. Well, she must have felt especially insecure because guys she thought were solid dudes really showed another face tonight, including Garrett. And um, also, we saw some shadiness from Devin and Dylan. Is that their names? <laughs> That was the other funny we have moment. Our
1: sheet of. Uh-
0: <laughs> I do love when Devin, the talent manager, um, comes out and he's like, Hannah. When we're together, it's all about our relationship, and Hannah's like, what's your name?
1: Yeah, like who? Is that Devin or Dylan? Devin. Is it? Kevin. Oh, got it. Dustin. Kevin. (laughs) Kevin? You're Dustin Kevin.
0: (laughs) Um, But it was funny, and then Devin kind of got shut down, where he's like, Hannah, I'll step in, and she's like, and then everyone could kind of tell. This is where all the guys, really, I was unimpressed by them, because she's crying, and she's upset for good reason, and she brings up the good point, none of you know anything about me, (laughs) because they did kind of reveal themselves to be a little narcissistic tonight, as... On the majority, not everyone, but many of them. And then she's crying in another room and none of them go after her. I think like, that's the moment when like Connor or Pilot Pete sweeps in and is like, or Tyler, I know a lot of guys like Tyler C. Still not a huge fan, but he's growing on me. <laughs> but I think that's when you go and you say, hey, do you want a shoulder to cry on?
1: And I agree with you. And I, I, I'm surprised that no one learned from, hate to say it, Luke P in episode whatever, one or two. Two, two, probably two or three. Um, when Hannah is crying another time and leaves the room a, sep- a separate time from from this time, mm-hmm. um, and Luke P goes after her and is there for her, and that's what ultimately I think gets him a rose. Right? Was it first impressions night? And that might have been the first impressions rose. Mm. yes it was and yeah. i said it wouldn't have been unless he uh came after her so it's crazy i mean given it's been about six weeks now so maybe they all forgot i mean abc did think we forgot thankfully we did get a reminder of the entire season this episode so people are forgetful oh
0: <laughs> i'll never forget this episode nope <laughs> i'm not that forgetful anything else in terms of the actual episode
1: To be honest, I was so bombarded by the recap. Like, it's all... It's all gone. uh, So stunned.
0: (laughs) I have PTSD.
1: I know. That was just ridiculous. Yeah, I think that, I mean, who went home...
0: Uh, That's great. Let's talk about the rose ceremony. Thank you. We will talk about the rose ceremony. So, selected to go through. And the the order is interesting, too. Let's talk about this order, because I feel like she's making a strong statement with the order she calls these guys out. Mm. Because Connor comes out number one, and poor Connor got shoved earlier in the episode. I don't know if you guys saw. When Hannah comes into the room on time (laughs) number two, this is worth going back on your DVR and watching. She very objectively shoves him out of the way. Where all Connor did was sit there and talk like a surfer. That's all he does. And leave some sticky notes around the the place so connor gets called out first he's really excited about it he just wants to get her heart and then we have tyler c who yes. um no more pressing and stressing from tyler oh we did God. get that tonight but no more pressing and stressing from him then comes dustin very surprised about this didn't see that one coming did not see this one coming at all i truly think she just chose dustin because he stayed out of the drama
1: yeah but then she keeps two of them that were deep deep in the drama. That's true. So
0: yeah, but Dustin's not making it much further.
1: Yeah, probably gonna go home next week.
0: God bless him. Um, Then we get Peter Pilot.
1: Love him as we know. By the way, you guys, just saying from the get go, I said I I just love something about Peter. And mind you, my my Peter didn't get involved in any of the drama. In fact, he handled himself so well. I give him the rose of the night. Absolutely. I
0: think uh, Peter is slowly revealing to himself to be a front runner, and I think a potential bachelor.
1: Yes, I would like to see Peter's The Bachelor.
0: And then, of course, the caption can be, he'll fly you anywhere Anywhere, you want. for love. On the wings of love. Uh, ABC. <laughs> Always be Cam. <laughs> Always be Cam. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, Garrett gets called out next, and she said it with some frustration. He hugged her and said something. I assumed it was maybe like, and I'm so sorry, but it was not captioned.
1: It was, like, I swear I'm right. He's wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if any he of you guys can catch that moment. Um... Mike, uh, no, sorry, that was it. And then, of course, Luke P also gets his. And rose. Garrett,
1: what, you miss Garrett. I said Garrett. Oh, you just said. Garrett.
0: <laughs> um, the one moment that was interesting here was Garrett does own up to the camera. <laughs> Garrett says, "This is one hundred percent my fault." Then it cuts to Luke, and he says, "This is one hundred percent Luke's fault or Garrett's fault." He's crazy. Doesn't look great for anyone.
1: For anyone. Besides the five
0: who are off the hook who we already named. Only other notable moment, I was very confused by Hannah's toast once again.
1: (laughs) What is Okay, by the way, you guys, this is what Jeff and I noticed. Hannah does this thing where she'll say two things that mean the same thing, but they're worded differently. Like tonight, she was like, I feel enlightened, and, like, my eyes are open. And my theory on it is that she got so scared about that first toast she made on Colton season that she promised herself from now on she's just gonna start talking and whatever comes out she's just praying it'll end well. Yeah. <laughs> and it rarely does.
0: Well, it's funny because Hannah's actually really good at communicating when it's one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And she's great at communicating to camera. But when it comes to her toasts, I am frequently very confused. And I don't know how everyone else is doing, but...
1: Well, I feel like when it's to camera, she's produced, like, heavily produced, but when it's a toast like that, she's kind of on her own, because it would be awkward to keep cutting and be like, wait, what do I say about the eye? My eyes are open, you know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. We still love you, Hannah, and um, for the most part, I liked the way you handled yourself tonight, but I need you to get your head on straight, because then she starts sobbing to Chris Harrison. And the next, truly, the next hour. Oh, she scolds them after the rose ceremony. About it.
1: She's like, "Oh yeah, do you accept this rose?" And then she stops it. She goes, "I am very disappointed in everyone tonight, and I don't think any of you are my husband." Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "We just... I thought you just... You just gave us a rose. I don't want to be with any of you, and I'm gonna go now." I liked it. Oh, me too. But it was like it caught me off
0: guard. Kind of unprecedented. Yeah, there were some great moments this episode, mm-hmm. and we're gonna say all of that before we move on to part two of this episode. Oh, part because. Two. We got to recap. I have a feeling so if you guys have ever listened to Chris Harrison do interviews, he just did a great interview on The Ringers Bachelor Recap podcast bachelor party mm-hmm. with Juliet litman's good okay. podcast uh great interview with chris harrison by the way he gives us a lot of behind the scenes tea and dirt on what's happening this season
1: wow you sounded really cool when you said thank you tea and dirt in my in do you my, like
0: the dirt or do you want to hear the tea my tweed
1: suit jacket i'm
0: trying to pretend like i have a, a real <laughs> do you guys
1: jacket. want us to spill the tea tonight <laughs> on
0: the bachelorette after show <laughs> um he talked about now he's a producer. He's not only just a host, he's also a producer. And he put that producer hat on tonight, and you could tell he was really. Here's my theory. I think behind mm-hmm. the scenes, Hannah had a freak out with production and was like, I truly can't do this anymore. I quit. And production was like, the only problem with that is you signed a big ass contract. And we have five more weeks of this show to film. And you need to get on the same page. Mm -hmm. And then in a brainstorming session, I think maybe on paper, it sounded nice for them to not only take the opportunity to get Hannah on board, but also to film that and to see how it would play out. So not only this is a recap, but I think this was a chance to remind Hannah that she is liable for millions of dollars if she doesn't finish the season of The Bachelorette.
1: Yeah, they're like holding up behind the camera her contract. Do it. You want to owe a million dollars? Chris was and she's trying like, hard. She's like, y- yes, I-, I will I will stay on the show and-, I, and look for love. At one point when she said something was hard to answer, it's because they're behind the camera. I, like,
0: I don't know how to answer that. That's what Her dogs said.
1: being held ransom, the two dogs that are back home. <laughs>
0: well, Chris, Chris kept being like, it's clear you're upset, but there's hope, right? Right. And she's like, I don't think there's hope. And he's like, but there's hope. <laughs> right? right? She's like, I don't know. And she's like, but you can find love, right? can't you? And she's like, yes, I think there is hope. I think I can find love. Good, good.
1: Keep that, keep that taken, guys. Let's go
0: again. Hard cut to Chris emerging from the Bachelor Mansion with a tonight, or good evening. Whenever it's a good evening, you know you're in trouble. You're like, uh-oh. Um, and we get a good evening. We're about to take a very unusual move and recap... Recap, recap the whole season. But this is what
1: blows my mind is before this, like when that, then that portion of the episode ended before commercials, they're like, next on The Bachelorette. And they're like teasing this two-on-one with Garrett and Luke P. That, why? They're like, no one's going to watch if we tell them what it really is. So let's just lie. That's literally
0: what they did. Okay, so we, Renee, and I, Renee and I had a moment where we felt like we were particularly funny when they were <laughs> recapping and Hannah's talking to Cam and she goes, I just feel like this is really skeezy and slimy. And we're like, yes, ABC, exactly we do we feel, feel like this is really skeezy and slimy. <laughs> um, it's all good. I mean, I don't want to complain too much. It was kind of fun to relive some of the moments of the season.
1: Oh my God, wait, it all makes sense. Phil. A-B-C, always be Cam. Cam is sleazy. A-B-C.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: shadow. Wow. Dang. I wasn't even an English major. That's quite a conspiracy theory.
0: <laughs> um, let's talk about, to keep it positive, what were some moments of this recap <laughs> that we liked? <laughs> some of the bloopers were funny, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> You're under a contract, Renee. <laughs>
1: um, I'm Listen, I got to keep it real with you. ABR, always be Renee. I or always be real just like Hannah Yeah I hated it. I I did not find one of these moments. Here's what I'll tell you, though. I was laughing hysterically because of how much I hated it and couldn't believe it was happening. That's what made it entertaining, is I was just in such disbelief that they were showing me It was kind of
0: shocking. I was like, there's no way. It's just because this show is so consistently well-produced. That's the one thing, however you feel about The Bachelorette. Yeah. It is one of the most effectively and tightly and efficiently produced shows in this business. So to have an hour... bringing it back together, Jeff. I know. I'm like... We
1: do love this show. No, we do but we really do to be clear there's a
0: reason millions of people watch this show it's so well produced and that's why i was just kind of shocked that they did i also wonder (laughs) do you think it's possible they lost footage that
1: no i genuinely thought like they're gonna end this in a weird way like they're like well some of the footage got messed up or for the next maybe they truly either had nothing but i don't think considering how dramatic hannah has been with like her emotions and everything i mean It does add to the show for drama, but why didn't they show that? Why did they show this instead? Unless she really wasn't willing to be on camera. Maybe that was it. That's the only thing I can think of because I cannot imagine a producer just trying to add a fun new segment that was this horrific 45
0: minutes of our lives. So long. Um, Here was the other thing that kind of frustrated me, I got to say about this. I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm going to be Hannah, you're going to be Chris. When I ask you this question, you need to say, well, how do you feel about the Luke's?
1: Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Chris, I just don't know if I can make this. I'm in a state of unending tragedy, and I'm weeping right here.
1: Well, how do you feel about the Luke's? The Battle of the
0: Lukes. <laughs> Luke P and Luke S. She started laughing. I'm like, Hannah, are you sad and are you having existential dread about your future? Or are you laughing about the pity rose and laughing about the Battle of the Lukes? I felt like the rug was pulled out from underneath me because all of a sudden they're laughing about but, all this stuff I'm supposed to take so seriously.
1: But when they did the throwback to that fight... I didn't, and maybe I didn't notice it like that before. Listen, I really truly don't have the best memory of of every moment of the show, but I don't remember her thinking she was trying to hold in laughter when watching them fight before. But seeing this go back, she was, because she did that thing we do when we move our face into a scrunch when we're trying to laugh, like the... I know. That's why she left. Not because she was sick of it. She was like, I can't do this with a straight face.
0: (laughs) AKA us for the last (laughs) 30 minutes of this broadcast. I just, none of it just didn't make a ton of sense to me. It was this huge tonal shift. I can't even, at first I thought Hannah takes this so seriously that she doesn't know if she can have a husband. But the tone of this whole segment was like, Hannah doesn't take this seriously enough to even care about finding a husband was how it felt. I just felt very let down.
1: But I will say, I think this is what happened. This is my theory of it. Yes. I think a new producer was hired. Like, we'll call her, or him, we'll call him... um Jamie. Jamie was hired as a new producer. He's like, hey, guys, I have a great idea. And someone that wasn't really paying attention or was having an off day was like, you know what, Jamie, what's your idea? And he's like, I have an idea for a producing idea where Chris Harrison literally recaps the whole season. And half of that time, he's just recapping the episode that people just watch. And they're like, honestly, Jamie, like, sure, because they're having a bad day. Maybe they just went through a breakup. Then, Jamie produces the whole thing and the editors are like, wait, am I supposed to edit this? And Jamie's like, yep. They go through it and then someone misses the mark until the very end when it needs to be shown. And they're like, well, we better make the promo the best it can be because the actual promo for the next episodes were great. We finally found out that Luke P is the guy that shames her for having sex before marriage. We find out that I think someone is trying to propose to her before the very end of the show. So they really did shove a lot of good stuff after a lot of bad stuff.
0: Well, because here's what I think. Like, they could have... It would have been really interesting if Hannah's having this moment of crisis and they fly her friends in or she flies back to her hometown to talk to her parents or they get Demi back in. There were yeah, so... Demi? I don't know, but there were just so many <laughs> things they could have done here instead of a spark notes. Like, that was, it was just so weird. Especially, like, they wanted to take a high-stakes moment of, will Hannah continue? They could have pulled people in, former bachelors, former bachelorettes. There's just so many options of things besides a one-on-one recap with C.H.
1: Yeah, and on top of that, like, usually we don't get the, oh, yeah, that was ridiculous moments from The Bachelor, Bachelorette, until the season's over. Right. So it was so weird for her, yeah, to be joking about the Luke's drama, or, like, talking about the bloopers, because she's like, bloopers, like, I haven't found a husband yet, let's wait to laugh. Right. Let's make sure I don't end up alone.
0: I know, it's like, am I supposed to be taking this seriously or not? Here's the thing, Renee and I obviously had issues with the way this episode was produced. I'm very... My name is... Oh, I'm very, very... Did you hear that? Ryan, did you want to... Uh, um, I'm very... It's <laughs> but, ABC. It's ABC. Uh, I want to know from anyone watching, did anyone like this? Did anyone think like this was a great hour of television? I loved being reminded what happened this season, and yeah. it was really good because I'm earnestly and genuinely curious to see if anyone liked this because... I've never seen anyone turn on someone quicker than Luke P as they did with this episode of TV. Bachelor Nation was not having it. And I don't know. I, I want to see if anyone liked it. So if you liked this hour of TV recap, let us know in the comments. And in the chat. more or the importantly, comments.
1: give us five stars on iTunes. If you did not like this episode, yes. if you did, then leave a comment. But if you didn't, then please leave us five stars on
0: iTunes and we'll Thank see you. the difference. Absolutely. That's a great <laughs> idea. Um, I'm getting a lot of no's. So it seems like people agree. Great. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk a bit about... We're going to do something a little different this week. We're actually going to do our quick predictions now because they led oh. to the promo. We have plenty of segments after predictions, but with just a lot of news with Bachelor in Paradise. So mm-hmm. we'll do predictions now and then our special segment. So cool. drop that predictions bumper, Ryan. TV predictions. Okay, so the promo was great. And partly I'm transitioning yes. so we can get some positive. Oof. What Oof. stuck out to you from this promo?
1: Well, I feel like because everyone had a feeling it would be Luke P. that shamed her... Um, I'm happy that they finally revealed that in the way that he did it, of just being like, "Yeah, well, if you've had sex with anyone on the show, like I'd leave." Just the way he said that, like, "Can't wait to have sex with you once we're married." Yeah, just everything the way he worded it because I, I, I makes me wonder if she had told him before that she was not a virgin. Um, so that really did st- stick out to me because I've been waiting to like have that confirmed. Also, just how they um showed us the. I wouldn't say proposal moment, but the moment was her and Chris Harrison when he's like, he's here to propose, like he's ready right now. Yes, because it really does lead us to believe that it's not down to two yet. Like, and the only person who I could possibly think of that would do something like this
0: Luke P. is Luke P. I agree. I think, and it could be anything. Those producers are great at manipulating us. Aka tonight's episode. Um, I think that. Luke P. is the one who's probably sex-faming Hannah, saying, you can't do anything in the fantasy suites. I want to control how you're behaving with these other guys until it's our wedding day. And if we're seeing the promos right, this really upsets Hannah. And it looks like she might send him home that night. We're watching him get in the car.
1: If she doesn't, and he truly talks to her the way that I think he's going to, I will lose some respect for her. I'm going to be honest. I will, because... I don't think you should allow someone to be that controlling. That is incredibly controlling and toxic. And, I mean, already I do think he's done it in a manipulative way. But this is very blunt, the way it does seem seem like he's doing it in the promo. And that's just so unhealthy. And that girl needs to take a stand because right. she knows she shouldn't keep him around. And that's, like, a moment where he's fully disrespecting her. So, not that he hasn't before, but even more. Well,
0: we do have a, <clears throat> a presumably, a therapist in the chat. Um, oh,
1: oh, I do love a good
0: therapist. Carrie Hofheimer offers us, Luke P. has the clinical signs of early schizophrenia, vacant stare, flat affect, rigidity, depersonalization, and agitated physical outbreaks.
1: Interesting. I,
0: truly, if Luke is a diagnosed schizophrenic, <clears throat> I actually send him the best, because that can be quite a doozy of a, um, I don't know. But that's just a very—it's funny. I'm used to comments being like "f this guy," and this person's like, "Here's an exact diagnosis of Luke's behavior."
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is though, it's definitely you can like observe it on TV, and we can kind of guess here and there, like based on that, but. We don't know.
0: We really don't know. We don't I know. think he could
1: be an alien. I do I do stand I by our alien theory.
0: It, he could be. I think he's gonna get sent home and then he, like you said, he'll be the one to buy a ring and get ready to propose to Hannah that next day and it's gonna make her wonder if he really is the right choice. He'll be
1: like, I I thought that's, isn't that what the show was? I, I watched the one season and I'm supposed to propose to you. And she's like, no, Luke, <laughs> not for two more weeks. He's like, I don't want to propose to you for t- t- for two, <laughs> two more weeks. weeks.
0: <laughs> Oh, Luke P.
1: Anyways, who do you think's gonna win? Let's play that game. Do you think she's gonna end up with someone or alone?
0: I think she's gonna pick Tyler C.
1: Are you serious? Uh huh. You think she's going to pick like to be her husband? Yeah. Tyler C. I do. The one that says grill it or Grilling, grill and it chilling, or stressing and pressing. Oh my god! I think she'll pick Jed. <laughs> I think Jed is going to get second. You think it's going to come down to Tyler C. and Jed and that she's no. going to be
0: Tyler C.? Tyler C. and Peter. Are they going to live I mean, in a beach house in Redondo? We'll see. Yeah, I think it's going to be Tyler C. and Peter.
1: Oh, my God. If it's Tyler C., I want a reality show. And yeah. a story. I want a reality Like, I would love to see that
0: just work out. a couple. Well, let us know in the chats what you guys think. Um, in the chat, what you guys think. and the comments down below. Uh, We have some tweets. We're going to do our special segment right now. Oh, I love that drop. Um, So as you guys know, this is our segment called Tweeting for the Right Reasons, and um, we share our favorite tweets from Bachelor Nation. Y'all were lit in the Twitter tonight. Um, So guys, I've I've been finding some tweets throughout the entire episode, and this first one is from uh, Neil Lame. Neil Lane, that's awesome. That's pretty great. Because Ryan, I don't know if you knew this, but the uh, jeweler who picks the rings for the contestants is Neil Lane. Oh, nice. It says, why is the Bachelorette recap happening when we don't even know everyone's name yet? It's <laughs> not Adele. And then it's a GIF of Adele saying, I ain't got time for that. It's true. Um, ooh, we do have some tweeting for the right reasons, too, from Liza Like Manelli, who I think might be our only fan that uses the hashtag, but we love you for it, Liza. I'll read one of your tweets after I do my after I, do oh, I love this
1: one. Okay, so this is uh, pictures included, so make sure to go to my Twitter to see it, at Renee Ariel. But it says, no one, not a single soul, The Bachelorette producers. Tune in now to rewatch what you just finished watching. And it has uh, Chris Harrison <laughs> on, like, the set
0: of AFR. It's pretty gold. I love it. Um... Finally, uh, I have my tweet, which is, um, so if you guys have seen Titanic, you will remember that... Hasn't everyone seen Titanic? I saw it for the first time three months ago. Isn't that crazy? I think
1: of you differently now.
0: It's fair. Yikes. I know. (laughs) Busted. I've seen a lot of movies, but I wasn't allowed to see it when I was a young child because there was toplessness in it. Um, oh,
1: there is toplessness in it.
0: And I was just a young wow. boy.
1: Wow, I saw that when I was young, too. I know. Um, okay, so
0: we have Rose as the old version of herself, as you guys remember, and it's a <laughs> GIF of her. Uh, the quotes that the tweet this actually... a famous GIF, by the way, the I way know. you're like describing it. It's her. the old Rose GIF, you guys. For <laughs> our podcast listeners. Um, the tweet is, all of us waiting for The Bachelor recap to be over, hashtag the Bachelorette, and the GIF says, it's been 84 years, and it's Rose waiting for it to end. Um, and I'm going to read one from Liza Like Manelli, who always tweeting for the right reasons is us. Um, <laughs> Chris Harrison, thank you for sitting down with me and the 30 candles strategically placed around us. Hashtag The Bachelorette, <laughs> hashtag tweeting for the right reasons. Liza Like Manelli, we love you. Thanks for tweeting at us. That's funny. <sighs> oh, let's get into some news and gossip, because there's some really good news and gossip this week.
1: Spill the, spill the tea. Give us the dirt.
0: I will give you the tea and the dirt.
1: Wow, thank you.
0: You're welcome. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise cast is revealed. Do you know it? (gasps) Um, No, I really don't. Oh, this is great. Everyone is? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's always like 20 people who show up. It always starts with eight, and then it's like, but it's been five minutes, so we're going to reveal. We want most of you to end up alone. (laughs) Bring in nine more men. um, (laughs) And take away three women. All right, so the first person who is going to be in Paradise, always be Cam
1: no no (laughs) no did you
0: see his interview on roses and rosé no he's he's better than you think okay (laughs) okay just like evan was i don't like evan either fair enough uh blake hortzman our favorite theater nerd from becca's season
1: blake oh my god he's finally feeling better good for him
0: yes he's back (laughs) um clay remember clay he, like, got injured Clay. or something?
1: Yeah, 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 He's, like, yeah, yeah. a
0: strong, sensitive football player. Yep, I do remember him. Uh,
1: Wait, wasn't he dating someone?
0: Let us know, the chat.
1: All right, uh, Demi.
0: No surprise there.
1: Demi, we knew.
0: Um, yep. Uh, my favorite. John Paul Jones. Jones is going to paradise. Excited for that. Tayshia, excited about that. Oh, I
1: love Tayshia. Love
0: Tayshia. Hope she finds a man in paradise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bibbs.
1: I don't get it. <laughs> I really, I know that they're like pushing for her to be uh, like the comedic relief, but to be honest, it was a bore having her last season. I think she killed it on Ari's season. Yeah. But like, uh, paradise last year, she, she didn't even
0: try. Great. Uh, Clay was dating Angela.
1: That's right. Okay. Thank you, guys. So, that, so they broke up. That's sad. I don't want to celebrate that. They were cute together. And Angela deserved that moment because... Well, you
0: know she's going to show up to paradise, though. She better. Yeah. Who was
1: the one that broke her heart in paradise, you guys? Someone broke her heart in paradise.
0: We'll read it right before we go out because okay. you guys will answer it there. Anyone that you're disappointed is not in paradise based on this list?
1: Um. No. Not that I can think of. What about you? I could have
0: used train-exit-heather. I just like oh, she would have been Heather. kind of a funny twist. But other than that.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess Hannah G, just so she can have her redemption. Yeah, thorn, I, mean, I like Hannah G. She needs her moment. Yes. Um, aside from that, not really. I, Yeah, no.
0: Okay. Well, let us know if there Oh, Eric was who broke Angela's heart.
1: Eric and I love Eric because we've had Eric we've in had our Eric studio, on the studio. Actually, run into Eric sometimes at the gym. Love him as a person, but truly on on his season of Paradise, I was I wanted to slap him.
0: And she would tell him that to his face. I would. And tell you him probably to have. My face. I absolutely have. always. Hey, Renee
1: ABR <laughs> a- 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 B- baby. A- B- Rene. And
0: with that, we got to get out of here, guys. We really yeah. need to sleep um, <laughs> quickly. If you guys love this episode more than we did, we appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> We want you to let us know in the comments down, down below. I'm so sorry. This was the Bachelorette recap for the bat. This was the aftermath. <laughs> you get for the bachelorette thank you so much for tuning in guys my name is jeff graham you can find me on twitter at jeffrey c graham renee you guys can follow me
1: at renee ariel on instagram and on twitter and go watch me report news
0: uh on shared news big on youtube new gig. big new gig for you big new gig and she's kicking ass over there so we're thank proud of you renee you. guys thanks for tuning in we'll see you next week here for our favorite show on abc the bachelorette thanks always be Kim. our founder kevin undergaro and me maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv